All right, hold on. All right, where we leave off? <laughs> Funny guy. <clears throat> so I think one of the things that I would like to ask yeah. is I would like a listener to record a recap from the previous episode. Uh, no, like don't the, you? Just two minutes or whatever, like a minute? Not even a minute, like 30 seconds. Just what did we talk about last ep- on, on last week's episode? <laughs> Like just super cliff notes, like just 15 seconds. Like there was a flood and uh, animals got on a boat. Take it away. All right. That wasn't even 15 seconds. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay. So we are picking up. We are on Genesis chapter eight. Yes. All right. So you just jump right into it then? Yeah. No, how you doings? No, nothing. Just. Yeah. How you doing? What'd you do this weekend? Anything cool? All right. Genesis chapter 8. After 40 days and 40 nights, the rain ceased. The Bible states that God remembered Noah and every living thing in the ark. (laughs) Noah! (laughs) It's like... He has to state that he remembers them? (laughs) You ever, like, filling up a sink or something, and then you walk away to go do something else? (laughs) Noah! Shit! (laughs) Son of a bitch! After God turned on the fucking water, what would he be thinking about? Like, <laughs> how much he fucked up Adam and Eve? <laughs> Shouldn't have made that fucking snake. <laughs> the fountains of the great deep and the windows of heaven were also closed, effectively halting further flooding. Fountains of the great deep. Okay. Does that mean like you just basically just turned off the spigot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like uh, that fucking geyser you went to probably just didn't geyser anymore for a little bit. <laughs> right. The waters began to recede from the earth. They continuously diminished for a period of 150 days, leading to a noticeable reduction in water levels. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's specified that the waters decreased steadily. So don't be asking like how many cubits or how many meters or anything like that. We don't know. So like... Not quite six months, is that right? 150 so, days? Well, yeah, 30, whatever that 60, 90, 120, five months. Five months. So for five, like Noah was on this, you know, waited for it to raise, rain, raise the boat up, and then he was at, at sea basically for five months. I'm just trying to follow, you know, making sure I'm, I'm following along with the story. He's at sea basically with all these animals for five months. <clears throat> you know what annoys me about this shit? What? Is later on in the Bible, there's a bunch of detail. You know, about like how many fish he flayed or whatever the fuck he did with that. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, anyway, but like this is got to be the most important event in the Bible. Right. This flood. He flooded and killed everybody except for one family, basically, and animals. He washed away all the footprints from the people that he was walking beside. <laughs> right. You're on your own, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> So, and there's not much detail is what you're getting at. Like right, the, the right. most important thing that happened, God killed everybody. And what I just said is probably a little more detail than what they gave in the actual Bible. <laughs> God killed everybody. 
The Ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The mountain peak would have been the first piece of land to emerge as the flood waters receded. The Ark's landing marks a significant milestone in the flood flood narrative. Wait, what was the mountain? Er- Ararat. Ararat. Is that even like a high mountain? He said it was the first. Mountain it was that at that time. It was the highest one they knew of to write this fucking book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so they, they didn't put it in the book because they didn't know about the other mountains. <laughs> What's it called? Mount Ararat? Sure. Oh, that's in, a volcano in Turkey. Huh. Oh, is, it even, is it even that high? Uh, sh- sh- 16,854 feet. Okay. <laughs> that tells me that tells me nothing. <laughs> okay, top 10 mountains. Highest mountains. Hmm. It's not even in the top 10. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. Well, no. You don't have to call bullshit. Why? Okay, because if if the boat's floating around, that's just the first. All it's saying is that's the uh, first in, thing that in that area, yeah, that, that the boat was in. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Fine. No bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I'll let this one pass. <laughs> still plausible, <laughs> right? As the waters continue to recede, other mountain tops become visible. This happens on the first day of the 10th month, October 1st. October, yep, October 1st. The appearance right. of multiple mountain peaks signifies that the earth is slowly returning to a livable state. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Look, mountains, we can live. It's not the first thing I think of. So, you know, I, I have lived through a hurricane. Yes. Right? Yes. I have lived through my house being underwater. Okay, okay. When the water recedes... It's filled with black people shit. <laughs> and I, like, I mean... There's a line of it, <laughs> eight foot. <laughs> but, it, but it's also white people shit and Mexican shit, as uh-huh. well as animal shit and sewer... Was there sewers in Turkey at this time? I don't know. I think there's sewers but, in Turkey now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also snakes uh-huh. and bears. <laughs> <laughs> did, you have, did you have a problem with bears when your house flooded? <laughs> But no, you okay? So imagine all the world's seawater rises up into your living room. Yeah, and then when it recedes, it's not like it takes everything with it. So there wasn't everything to take with it. You're you're thinking of the Earth as it is now. No, no, I'm not. I'm thinking of the Earth as I saw it in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so even right, take take away like all of the black people shit. Yes, it's still kills all the the grass and everything everything's under submerged underwater for 150 days like it's not getting a bunch of sun under there (laughs) right (laughs) so the day that it recedes you see a mountaintop you're like but the earth is now livable again (laughs) look how livable it is okay another thing all right Do you agree with me that 150 days of your yards underwater for 150 days? Yeah. You're going to have to plant grass seed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I would, I would say yes. And there'd be no flowers or nothing. It would just be mush. 
Mush. Marsh. Mushy Marsh. Yes. Okay. Mushy Marsh, right. You've only got two fucking bees in your boat, pal. There's no flowers. There's no pollen to pollinate. And did you pack grass seed? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) two of every hybrid. (laughs) Hopefully it's got the right kind of grass seed. Huh. And the fucking birds ate it. I wonder, (laughs) so I wonder why God picked Noah. Why wouldn't you pick like a a chemist or botanist or a phlebotomist or whatever? (laughs) Whatever those ones that fucking do science shit to bring animals back from the dead and fucking grass seed and all that. I wouldn't even want that fucking task. If God was a peer through the clouds and like, uh, Doug wrote, what the <laughs> fuck? I need you to build a boat. No. I don't know how to build a boat. <laughs> even if I knew how to build a boat, I'm not building a fucking boat. <laughs> I'm just going to float on a door. Is that cool? So, you, so just to be clear, me and my wife are going to be out at sea for 150 days. With two of every animal. Right. Right. Let me get this straight. Can I get like a steam deck or something? Like. (laughs) So, yeah. So, did they have solar power back then? How did they they power the fucking Game Boy and shit? How did they power the boat? There's no pictures of the Ark being a sailboat. Hmm. They they just floated. Like, there's nowhere to go. They're just going up. So, I guess you don't need to. (laughs) Yeah, and up, and there's no landmarks anywhere, so it doesn't matter which direction you go, right? You just have to survive. That's it. Just don't drown. That's the only reason you even have a boat. (laughs) All right. Noah released a raven to scout the land conditions. The raven flew back and forth until the waters had dried up from the earth. The text does not indicate that the raven returned with any specific sign. All right. (laughs) So does it say in the last chapter how many ravens he brought with him? (laughs) He's only got one left. (laughs) All right, let's start a raven count. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So if you only bring two and you release one of them, what if it dies? What Then, like, there's no more ravens in the world? No, wasn't there something about clean animals bringing seven pairs or something? Oh, yeah. So... Are ravens clean? Are they, what was it, crud or chud eaters? Or? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> They're hoof-footed chud eaters. <laughs> huh. I, I'm just, I'm confused about all of this because he brings all these animals and then he's like, I'm going to pick the raven. And he says, release to the raven, which means that at some point the raven was in a cage. So... You round up all the animals in the world, put them in a cage, and then put them on a boat. This is like, it reminds me of like the precursor of the transatlantic slave trade. Like they're, they're <laughs> putting them on a boat. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is so you round up all the animals. Yeah. Then you're floating around for 150 days. Yeah. And then to test the conditions, you just start chucking animals overboard <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> Throw the platypus out. See what happens. See if, see if we're good yet. Noah then sent out a dove to see if the water levels had fallen enough to expose dry land. 
The dove found no resting place and returned to Noah, indicating that the earth was not yet hospitable. But the raven couldn't do that? I'm so confused. All right. No, they, the raven did it, and then the dove did the same thing. So they sent out the, the black bird. He fucked it up, so they had to send out the white <laughs> bird to get just it like, right. Just like a horror movie, they send the black bird out first. This is terrible. That's just terrible. I can't even believe this is in the Bible. <laughs> seven, seven days later, Noah sent out the dove again. This time it returned with an olive leaf in its beak. The presence of an olive leaf signaled that plant life was resurfacing and apparently not affected by 150 days of being underwater. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's it? Like he, he doesn't like, huh, I wonder where this came from. Like just like, oh, there's olives, there must be land. <laughs> so then what does he turn the sails on the sailboat that he doesn't have? How, how does he find that land from the olive that the fucking dove brings back? That's just none of this makes any sense. All right, go ahead. Don't forget. Oh yeah, we, this is all true. Yes, that that's important. It's, it's hard. To, it's hard to it's hard to remember that. Sorry. <clears throat> Another seven days pass. And the dove is sent out once more. This time it does not return, indicating that the dove has found a place to settle. And thus, the <laughs> earth was ready for habitation. What? Or, or it just died. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. The dove found a place to stay, decided not to come back. Habitation commence. Okay, if you're a dove. Yes. And your owner, he's now your owner. <laughs> Once a week is just throwing you overboard. <laughs> and then you 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 finally find a place a place to live. What there's only one other dove on the boat. Like you right. want to come back and get your other dove. Right, yeah. Your dove friend. I'm I'm, a, I'm assuming that he threw the guy dove, I would hope. They'd come back the, the guy dove would come back for the girl dove and they would go, you know, find their place to live or whatever. So Noah's we have kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Selfish fucking prick. <laughs> so we have to assume if the guy dove took off. Yeah. And then the, the only other dove is a girl dove. Right. There's two options. Okay. Either the doves ended up meeting up to make baby doves. Yep. Or the story's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so they must have met up and they just left that detail out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, upon receiving the sign from the third dove mission. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I've seen that movie. It's got Tom Hanks, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm picturing Noah, like with uh, the whole SEAL team get up. <laughs> <laughs> Drop, dropping doves into the ocean. Upon receiving the sign from the third dove mission, Noah removed the covering from the ark and saw that the ground was dry. God then commanded Noah to exit the ark with his family and all the animals. Get the fuck off my boat. <laughs> I'm tired of all these fucking snakes on this motherfucking boat. So that is awesome. So that like he opened the cover and God's like, there you are. <laughs> get, off, get off the boat. It says Noah removed the cover. How? Maybe he put one of them fucking cranks on it, like an old camper awning. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds about right. Now oh, that Noah. <laughs> <laughs> the earth was finally dry by the 27th day of the second month. The flood was officially over and the ground was suitable for life once more. This marks the completion of the flood event and the beginning of post-flood life. <laughs> post-flood life. All right. For me, post-flood life was uh, the Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Did they come in with a helicopter? <laughs> with a helicopter and a ladder? <laughs> no, they came in. Remember, they came in with them shitty meals and yeah. MREs? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was just. It would have been funny if they had to pick you up out of your house with, the heli- with a helicopter ladder. There were people that decided to, you know, because we abandoned ship or whatever, yeah. evacuated. But there were people that decided to hang out, and then oh. they had to get evacuated. They had to come in on boats and Jeez. like boat boat into their house and try to get them out of the rafters or whatever. So, if okay, this doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. But if you're, they're warning you, and the, your neighbor's houses are flooding, everything's flooding around you, and you're just like, nah, I'm gonna wait it out. Who the fuck should go in and get you? Shouldn't they just leave you there? No, you're gonna wait it out. Remember? And like, like it's a, you know, there's. Volunteer fire departments? Yeah. In places like that, like in, in eastern North Carolina, they're volunteer lifeboat operators, just people that have bass boats and shit to yeah. go rescuing people. Yeah, go get the people that were too stupid to leave when they could have left. Idiots. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>